Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Connecticut Show. This is Travis Poppleton. And this is Terrence Greenphone Abney. And we, we're not even going to intro right now. We're just going to lead right into our guests. But first of all, if you're listening to us on the radio, happy Sunday. We're taking a new look at New England. All the time. Every time. If, new look at New England. We, know, we have been saying that since the first episode. And, so and don't trip. We both know that. I do. <laughs> so also, if you're uh, listening to the podcast, uh, thank you. If you have any questions, hit us up at info at Connecticut.show. Thank you, Bomb Bomb Vivant, for leading us in. But we have a special guest today, and I think we're just going to let him hang out with us all show, if that's okay. Hey, the big homie, the big H from the G- new NJ. Um, lead us, NJ? Lead us in, NJ? I've never met this person. Um, you speak very fondly of her. And, and speak very highly of who she is. So uh, introduce us, and then we'll go ahead and get her on the phone. All right, let's do it. So this is the big homie. Met her last year in this big state of Connecticut. Name is Hillary, my favorite saxophone player of all time. Um, thank you for thank want to thank you for being on the show ahead of time. Right now, before we call, I asked her last minute, and she said sure. So I think she's going to be great. And actually, one, again, really one of the coolest people that I've met, actually, um, just off the bat, you know, since I've, been, since I've been here. So really thankful. I think she's going to have some good stuff for us. You'd mentioned that she spent some summers up in Maine. Um, I'm going to be super interested. To she's rich, too. About that. <laughs> uh, you had not said that. Now we know that as well. Um, so I'm, I'm really anxious to talk to her and also she, she's from around here. We can get her in studio sometime as well. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. We, I haven't asked her all that yet. She, she called in. She didn't come in today. She said, Oh, well, I would have came in, but I, you know, I just, you know, some comes home and the, now I'm here. I stay so far away. All that said, we'll just call in. Fine. What, we're about to get her on the phone. How close was that impression of her? Oh, that sounds just like her. So no one's going to know the difference. Right, they're going to be like, they're going to be like, I can't tell if that's Terrence or Hillary talking right now. Is Terrence just making up that voice again? And yeah. pretend, wow, that's yeah, exciting. Watch this. I'll do your voice too. Hey, my name's <laughs> Travis. Hey, I don't have nicknames. Y'all stop it. Hey, because I have to do so much work on the radio and Terrence doesn't edit and he forgets passwords and stuff like that on the text. I always text him the passwords, blah, blah, blah. That does, that sounds just like me. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I have absolute faith that you nailed Hillary as well then. So let's let's see if that impression that you just did of Hillary is is as close as it was for me. I am certain it is. All right, let's get her on the phone and everyone just uh, grab a sandwich and a coffee and let's let's hang out with Hillary for an hour. What up, big homie? Miss Hillary, the lovely and beautiful and talented, best saxophone playing person I know, Miss Hillary. Hillary, how are you? I am doing well. How about you? Doing well, doing well. Hillary, so I'll I'll start a little bit. I met Hillary here in Connecticut, and we have a on and off friendship, especially since I'm like her third person out of a four person office favorite. But I'll ask her to introduce herself because I'm a little salty right now. I feel as a on and off friendship. What does that mean? Yeah, hey, after you get named the third your third favorite person at work. <laughs> out of out of three people it's it, hurtful yeah. it's, it's hurtful possible terrence that her top three favorite people are out of like a hundred in which case it would be very elite no it's not oh it's out of three yeah <laughs> that and it's really worse, yes. you know and after a pets is probably like i'm probably five yeah absolutely you're right there <laughs> so it's hurtful but it's cool but anyway hi everybody my name is hillary um and I live in Connecticut. Uh, you, I know you've talked about Coventry on the show before. I live there, home of Nathan Hale. Don't ask me any more about that because I don't really know any more about that. Well, but well, he's, a, he's the best spy in yeah. ever. Carried his ID and his diploma with him. Yeah. You are in. You are in Coventry. That's where you currently live. Yes. Okay. Travis is very happy to get you on air today. I I am. I have so many questions because you currently live not you currently live in Coventry, but um, 
you would say that you were from Jersey. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. I've only been living in Connecticut for a little over a year. So it's my home now, but it is not my hometown. Is Jersey still home though? Like is your heart the shape of Jersey? Um, yeah, I would say so. Anytime my parents still live there. Um, so anytime I say I'm going to visit my parents, I still lean towards the, the I'm going home thing, but I'm trying to change my language. So Connecticut here is now my home, but so, you know, it's, it's still a thing. I guess my heart is still in, in New Jersey. I'm from the Jersey shore. Um, so I'm basically snooky, but (laughs) yeah. But way cooler, but way cooler. <laughs> yeah. Can can I open up? I, I know Terrence has a million questions too, but I've got to ask. Yeah. Um, because I think when people think about New England, they know that the tri-state, they don't know this. I'm making this up. I didn't know what the tri-state was when I before I came. But the tri-state is Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. To some people. What else would it be? Uh, some I've heard some people say New Jersey, New York, PA. I've never heard that. That's what I have always thought the tri-state was, but I'm I'm learning otherwise, both from you all, and I've heard that from other people too, that Connecticut replaces Pennsylvania, but I've always thought of the tri-state being New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. Right. That's fascinating, because like, I had no, I'd, I'd never heard of tri-state to begin with, and so the mm-hmm. headlines that I'd read here, and given it's Connecticut reporting... Um, no, but I've even seen things in New York where it, where it's referred to the tri-state as Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. Well, so this is this is interesting. So already. Connecticut tries to get in there, and this is no knock to my New Englanders who watch the show. But remember, we don't have any dots here. We don't have any big dots of stars on the map here in Connecticut. We got Hartford and all those things. So they're trying to get in the, near these big these bigger cities. PA PA really kind of takes over, especially when you're when down south when I hear about the tri-state area because, you know, PA has, it's really, I used to hear about it being kind of that derivative of Philadelphia, New York, and like that Newark, Trenton area, like in Jersey. Yeah. So it's like. I would say New Jersey definitely does not have any big dots, but. Yeah, but you know. you're related to, you, and I know, I know Jersey people don't like this, but you're related to New York in a way. Is that, I don't think that's a fact. Isn't, don't people consider Jersey City like one of the boroughs almost? No. Hillary, well, Hillary, Hillary can answer Hillary, you answer that. I mean, I'm not from there, so I, I can't speak to North Jersey. New Jersey is complicated. Um, people might disagree with me about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think New Jersey is kind of split up into three zones from my perspective. There's North Jersey, which is related to New York. There's South Jersey, which is related to Philly. Philly. And then there's Central Jersey, which I think I'm from Central Jersey. Atlantic City. Uh, I think that's a little more South, um, but oh, yeah. I don't know. I think there's like a, a part of New Jersey that's in the center that could go either way. And my hometown, I'm from Tom's River, New Jersey. Oh, snap. We, For real? Yeah. Yeah. We kind of go, we go both ways, I guess. So city for me was New York City but I had friends who the city was Philly growing up so really so fascinating yeah. so I don't mind spending a lot of time not a lot of time but some time on Jersey here because when you first come to the east coast so I'm from California couldn't be mm-hmm. further away um and I don't know what it was like for you Terrence but Jersey I was aware of and I had certain um certain ideas of what Jersey was like, but I would say since I've lived here, Jersey's completely changed for me. I, I, I might have, and I'm so sorry for this, I might have had a slightly cynical uh, view of Jersey. Um, <laughs> and that that's greatly changed. Like um, towns like Maplewood and um, where does Stephen Colbert live? What's that place called? In Mount Clare. Yeah, Mount Clare. Just gorgeous beautiful places i have not been to your town but like also um on uh what was that marvel show scarlet the scarlet witch show that whole thing took place in in new jersey and i think that did more for jersey tourism than anything in the last 10 years but there is a there's an idea that that jersey's quite um 
New York's dumping ground. No, well, yes, there's definitely that. There's definitely that, and then there's also this new idea that Jersey is actually quite, here we go, bucolic, or that it has Ooh, a lot of beautiful open areas. So help well, us understand what Jersey is. State. Yes. Yeah, we are the garden state. That's our tagline. Um, so, yeah, there's gardens in New Jersey. There's a lot of horse farms and stuff, especially in, like, the western part of the state. Um, going back to your point of like having a cynical view of New Jersey, I think a lot of people do. I don't know if you've ever heard to it referred to as the armpit of America. No, so no. Who, who would that. say that? Never heard that. <laughs> Maybe I've heard it once. <laughs> so I got to tell you this. I'm not sure if you'll find this interesting, but there was a, there was a reporter or like a group of reporters from Jersey who was like, uh, they were basically going state by state. And they were like, we're not the worst state in the country. We're And so they went and compared themselves to every state in the union and, and said why Jersey was better. And it really cracked me up. Um, yeah. So, but what is, what is your opinion? Having grown up there and having it be home, what would you say to people listening? Is Jersey a destination? Is Jersey somewhere you would want to come live? Uh, I think it's changed a lot over the years. I think um, it's become much more densely populated over the years. It's a really small state, like a lot of yeah. these New England states are. Um, I guess like comparatively, now that I'm living here in Connecticut, like there's a lot more space, there's a lot more nothingness. In New Jersey, where I grew up, uh, my town was a very large town. We have like three public high schools and it's just a lot of people and there's even more moving in. There's always building happening, but um, I, I, it could be a destination depending on what you're looking for, where you're trying to go. Like Terrence said, we have Atlantic City, which is cool. It's like a little mini Las Vegas um, mm-hmm. with some casinos. We have, I think we have beautiful beaches. They're very long beaches. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Getting into a fight here, either, Hillary. I don't know. You're, you're not. I know nothing. Been. Yeah, I don't know anything about Jersey beaches. I can tell you my thoughts on New England beaches, but you can you can tell I've me. Heard. Yes. <laughs> tell um, me. North Jersey, certain parts of it, depending on what you're looking for, um, is are, are definitely beautiful as well. Like you said, Montclair. Um, I went to grad school up in Montclair, New Jersey, and there's a lot of cute little towns, lots of shopping, lots to do. Um, like you mentioned earlier, Travis, Jersey City um, and Hoboken, New Jersey are closer to New York City. And I think they're both becoming a destination for like young people to live who are moving into or who are working in New York. So I think a lot of like vacation and like new stuff is happening in both of those locations. So I don't know. I personally don't want to move back there. Uh Oh, that's on air. everybody. <laughs> That's on the air. I mean, I don't know. My, like I said, my parents still live there. Um, their parents still live there. But I think, you know, my parents don't really plan on being there their whole lives um, beyond this either. So we'll see. It's it's home. It's home. But there's no need to go back to live. I, I um, <laughs> oh, I just got with your point that I. Yeah, the fun, the hardest thing for me coming here that when I got to Jersey, I I remember thinking like, oh, I thought the bad traffic was D.C. and New York. Oh no, no, no! Jersey Turnpike is a monster, a monster, I tell you, an expensive yeah. one too. Yes, yeah. When you get oh, the yeah. bill after you ride the Jersey Turnpike, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not nearly as bad as, as some places, but um, the roads are a whole other topic. There's the Turnpike. Um, I'm a parkway girl, so like the parkway, the Garden State Parkway runs from north to south, south to north. My quote unquote exit off the parkway when I go home is like 82, for example. So the whole road system, the tolls in New Jersey, yeah, that's unnecessary, but I guess the roads are nice. I the main um, roads. I I went through the manual one once because I didn't have Easy Pass and it was like a dollar sixty-two and I didn't pay uh-huh. it in the fourteen days, so then it was fifty-one dollars <laughs> and forty-two cents. Oh. So if you go through a toll in Jersey and don't have Easy Pass, make sure you pay that right away because the yeah. fines are a lot more than the tolls. Yeah. 
Um, hey, easy pass, friends. That's just a good investment to have. It's just that's a pro that's tip. A, that indeed, indeed. If you don't know, yeah. now you know. Okay, mm -hmm. one before we leave Jersey. Uh, Interesting fact for those of you who don't know, Jersey, I think, is one of two states, and it might actually be the last state where you cannot pump your own gas. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that? Is that novel and fantastic, or is that a bit of a burden? So growing up, that's all I knew. <laughs> so I think the first time I ever had to learn how to pump my own gas, like obviously my family and I had taken trips out of New Jersey when I was younger, but I went to college in Pennsylvania <laughs> so before, like my parents dropped me off before they left, they were like, okay, let's go to the gas station so we can like show you how to do this. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I mean, it's nice, like especially when it's cold and stuff and you don't want to get out of your car. It's very convenient. Um, people get paid to do it. It's very nice, I guess. But um, I don't know. I kind of prefer to do it myself. There's a, I don't know if you've seen the meme of getting gas in Jersey, but someone like pulls up to get gas and they're like, no, 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 we do it for you. And then suddenly yep. they're dressed like royalty and they're, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I've pretty never good seen meme. it, but you yeah. know, but they say it's a lot right. of, they say it's a lot of credit card theft though. Cause they say a lot of the gas pumpers when they get the card, they take the number. <laughs> they gotta make I their money somewhere. That. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what it said on TV online. So oh, it must be do true. Do you believe everything you hear on TV? Most of the time, yes. Okay. I just made that up, by the way, everybody. Don't believe that. Hey, people who work at the gas stations, I am just joking. I know you don't steal people's numbers. Never. Never. Most honest Don't place believe in the world. everything you hear on TV and don't believe everything that Terrence says. And that is coming from <laughs> our specialist, Hillary. The end. Forget the TV part. That last part was very important. Um, so compare, uh, so there's, there's one thing very specific that I want to get to, and I'm so sorry, Terrence, I absolutely commandeer these conversations. Travis, but... you, you like interviews, man, nothing wrong with it. No, I'm just so fascinated by this. I, I am, there's one thing I really want to get to, but before we get to it, can you just give me a general comparison? Tell me, um, are you enjoying living in Coventry? And you've listened to the show, you know that there is no reason to say yes or no. We've had, uh, plenty of people who are very unhappy here. No reason to sugarcoat anything, but if you love it, we'd also love to hear that. Um, how was Coventry? Um, a little bit of uh, further history before I answer that question, just for some context. Um, so I grew up in New Jersey and I bounced around to a couple different states before I landed here. So I um, actually, exactly like a former guest of yours, Mark McDonald, I actually also lived in Northern Arizona for a few years up in Flagstaff. Um, I worked at a school there. Um, then I moved to central Pennsylvania to work at a school there. Um, and then after moving to central Pennsylvania, that's when I landed here um, a little over a year ago um, to work at a school here in Connecticut. And um, I, so I've been bouncing around and I've been looking for a place to kind of settle because I'm a bit restless and like going to mm -hmm. different places. I like living in different places. Um, so when I was moving here, um, after I got a job offer here, um, I was working with a realtor to find some rentals. Um, and ultimately my realtor was like, have you ever considered buying a house? And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Um, I'm not enough of an adult yet, which I, I really am, I guess. But um, looking at some of the houses, especially um, in this area of Connecticut, um, the mortgage is cheaper than rent for some places. And like comparing the sizes and stuff, it, it, it seemed worth it to buy a house. So actually moving here right away, um, I bought a house. So I guess that is one way that I'm trying to settle in a place for a while. I'm a new homeowner, which is a whole thing in itself. Um, so Coventry, I like it. Um, me, I would consider myself an introvert and I have a very extroverted job. Um, it's very people focused, have to talk a lot. Um, so when I get home, I wanna be home and Coventry is in the woods. I think um, very rural out here compared to some of the other places 
that one could live around here. Um, so I like living in Coventry, a nice quiet town. My neighbors are all super friendly. Um, I have woods and trees in my backyard. I have a yard for my dogs, which is great. Um, like you mentioned on one of your earlier episodes, there's no sidewalks and there's not really many <laughs> street lights, but it's a nice town. Um, y'all talked about the lake before. That's by me. Um, y'all mentioned the farmer's market, um, which if you haven't been yet, um, Nathan's that's a really house. cool thing. Yeah. So this so everybody know Travis just looked and was like, we may have mentioned. <laughs> I that, don't necessarily. That yes, so you for did. listeners, that is that is the Nathan Hale homestead is where the farmer's market is. Correct. At. Yes. Yeah. But um, overall, I've been really enjoying living in Coventry and in Connecticut in general. I'm somebody who's trying to find the positive of being here because I'm trying to settle and be in one place for a longer time. Um, I think you know, living here, there's not a ton to do in my town, but I always tell people that I can get to a lot of places within 30 minutes. And I guess that's another cool thing about New England in general is that the states are so small that there's a lot to do within a short drive. Um, and yeah, so I'm liking it so far. Um, just totally technical question. How close are you to the freeway? Because our problem in stores, as you know, is that it takes yes. us so long to get to the freeway, but once you get to the freeway, yeah. you access everything. But yeah. it just, so from Coventry, how quickly do you it's get further, to the freeway? Than us, eh? Yeah, so I actually prefer back roads because I like the scenic routes. So I like the twisty, curvy, quiet roads um, because they're pretty and there's always something interesting to see on back roads. Um, but I guess uh, for me in Coventry, I have to take a lot of, back roads to get to a highway or a main road so um probably about 10 minutes i don't know like when i put things in my gps it seems like it's going to take a long time but like half of the time is getting to the highway <laughs> so right. it's really not that far um and i was actually just driving last night and while i do like back roads i do not like i don't always like driving back roads at night because it is very scary <laughs> Yeah, it it is very dark here. Yes. Things will run out. It's um it's almost like a video game sometimes. Like just random wild animals will run out yeah. in front of your car. Mm-hmm. All right, Fisher cats. Fisher cat. Have you heard the Fisher cats yet? No. Oh. Um, and I live in the woods, so I'm always like looking for wildlife. I've haven't seen much. I've seen a fox. I've smelled a skunk. There's some deer, frogs, snakes. Why are you smelling a skunk? He's so proud of it. Know, he's got the biggest smell? smile. <laughs> like he's so happy with that question. Um, <laughs> by the way, people like for me, seeing a fox in the wild was absolutely a bucket list thing. And you said it so casually, yeah. like, eh, I saw a fox. But to me, like with the first time I saw a fox, it was like I won the lottery. I was so happy. And then we seen 15 of them for the next <laughs> three months. Yeah. So two years in a row, they, um, under our neighbor's shed, yeah. There was a den. But Terrence, you said she may have actually fenced that off because they didn't come back. So I spoke I spoke to our neighbor recently. She didn't fence it off, but the foxes did not come this year. Okay. So she said she misses them, but she's also glad she doesn't have a litter of pups under her under her den. There's nothing shit. more adorable than watching fox pups play on the front lawn. Mm. I mean it's it's incredible. That sounds cute. I also um, the way that I listen to podcasts, well, yours has been out for a while and I've only been listening for a few weeks. So I've been listening like back to back. So if it seems like I know what you've been talking <laughs> about, it's because I've been listening like pretty concurrently on like walks and in the car and stuff like that. Um, but I just recently heard your clip of the foxes screaming. So no, that, that was, was the lovely. Fisher cat. What? Yeah. That, that scream. So I thought it was a mother fox, but it was not. It was actually the Fisher cat, which is why I was saying, it sounds like some banshee out in the woods calling someone to their death. It is, it is such a scary sound. But That's I scary. do love that you know this show better than we do right now. It's actually been really fun to hear you say, oh, remember you Listen, said that? And I'm like, I Yeah, don't know. there's been some things. <laughs> like uh, one thing that's sticking out now is when you didn't know who Robert Pattinson was. 
that upset I totally, me, okay. I didn't know who he was. Uh, I'm pretty sure. One of you. I'm pretty sure that was me. I was going to say, <laughs> I know who Batman is. More so um, Edward from Twilight, but that's okay. Back to New England. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I've been amazed just to jump on this because we, since we had this conversation in New England, Hillary, and Hillary, thank you again for listening and coming out today. <laughs> but um, it was funny because she started off, we have another coworker that listens to it and they mentioned it and then and I, I guess I did, obviously I didn't tell Hillary. He was like, "You got a podcast? I'll listen." And I see her like literally two days later, or maybe she, this was the end of the week, and I saw the next day. She was like <laughs> talking about things. I'm like, "How the? How do you yeah. know that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I'm like on episode 15." Fast forward to this week, she was like, "I'm on 26." You're like, "I'm like, yo, you're you are rolling." Yeah. The first time someone casually mentioned Terrence was um, to me was uh, a friend from Uruguay and she was like yeah Terrence just said that the other day and I was like what are you talking about what episode <laughs> of the Twilight Zone am I on right now all right Hillary here's what I want to know we uh, and, and I've very much enjoyed the conversation up till now so you don't enjoy it anymore no no it's it's I just I'm very specifically interested in this next it's, part it's of the conversation it's very bucolic conversation and I don't think that works <laughs> All right, here's my question. You vacationed every summer in May. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do do you want do you want me to back up and tell you what I think about that or do you just want to tell us what that's really like? Um why don't you tell me about your thoughts first and Terrence I'd like to hear your thoughts as well. So and and if you've listened to the show then you know that episode where I was talking about like how Travis almost got his butt kicked. I don't remember that part. See, I don't remember the show so well. <laughs> what I do remember is seeing. So the so I was in York. First of all, I don't know if you want to tell us, but do you can you tell us what town you would visit? Yeah. So growing up, we always went to Belgrade, Maine, the Belgrade Lakes region, which is more inland. Um, we were about thirty minutes, I think it's like 30 minutes west or 30 minutes northwest of Augusta because that was Augusta Maine was kind of our like home base. That was our Walmart. That's where we got our groceries. But yeah, Belgrade, Maine. Um, Augusta. So I'm sorry. That's, is that, that's not the, that's not the golf course, is it? No, no, I don't know. I don't Augusta know. Augusta is the capital of Maine. Yes, correct. Fair enough. All right. Not the Augusta I'm from though. So York, which is the beach town, um, uh-huh. that I did not know about, that was a very affluent town. Like there was a mm-hmm. lot of money in that town. Yeah. And the kids that I saw that were clearly locals, I just wondered like, do they realize what they're actually, what they have? Or if mm-hmm. they think, oh goodness, we're we're spending the whole, we're so bored here, you know, in Maine again this summer. Yeah. So I wonder if, um, so I don't know this town. I don't know if it if it is the same kind of vibe, but was it the kind of thing where you would go do that every summer and like you had a house there and it was um, a, a little cinematic like I had described it in a previous episode? Uh, I don't think my experience was cinematic in the way that you described it. However, when we went to Maine and we were on a lake at where we stayed, it was like a bunch. And by a bunch, I mean like five <laughs> little, little tiny cabins um, in this one area. And um, it was always me. I have two, two siblings and my parents and we stayed in this cabin and basically like it was essentially one room separated by like thin walls. So we were like all together in this tiny cabin because mostly we we spent most of our time outside anyway and we rented a little rinky dink boat like with the back steerer like with the little back propeller right so you're still Um, cinematic still cinematic (laughs) with the benches there weren't even like real seats in the boat um so our experience like more of like a camping situation um but when we went out on the lake, because we mainly went there to like fish and be in nature and stuff like that, um, on our lake, there were a bunch of summer camps 
um, and a lot of them were for um, children of like wealthy people. So we saw all the big, luxurious, beautiful camps while we were there, but we were not in one of those camps. I did I did skip a step. You did want to know what Terrence thought. Like when you hear Terrence that someone is vacationing their summer yeah. in Maine. Mm-hmm. What what does that make you think? What does that make me think? So all jokes aside, I was not too surprised because there's I've realized since I've been here, like Maine and in some of these other places in New England are a popular place for people to go from like the city or some from like New York and people and not necessarily again and I was picking it here about this but not really necessarily like upper middle or wealthy people even though there's they have their thing but a lot of people come up here for during that time just to mm-hmm. just to hang out so because and there was a boom so apparently there was in Hillary you can correct me if I'm wrong there was a time and this may have been when your parents, I don't know how old your parents are. There was a time, though, where you could get in these places, even back then, relatively, not that expensive, relatively. Because uh-huh. it's not like Maine was, you know, New York City or or the Hamptons. Um, even though there are some parts of Maine that absolutely are that expensive. Mm-hmm. But, and so that's what I thought when you first told me, oh, well, they probably got a little spot and not a little spot, but I don't know how big it is. Yeah, it could be like a six bedroom, eight bathroom place. <laughs> far no. as I know. But so for for further context, uh, growing up, we went to a little cabin that we rented, um, and after many years, my parents sold our family home in New Jersey, and they downsized there, and then they bought their own place in on a lake in Maine which Terrence that's what you make fun of me for um it's it's not big at all it's in a a different town but the towns that we have been in are very small towns that are inland um on lakes I I think um if you're not too familiar with New England or if you just think of it in general and and I'm I'm projecting here because this was my experience I never thought of Maine as as big as it is. Maine is right. a pretty big state. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising that there are areas that are probably just out in the middle of nowhere where the real estate is probably really cheap. Um, the right. more you get toward the coast, the Belfasts and the Yorks and the mm-hmm. Kennebunk, the Kennebunk port, um, is Wells on the beach too? Because didn't Velda say that Wells was her favorite is. place? Wells and Kennebunk are near each other. Yeah. Are they? When you get to those places, clearly those are, those are for me, way too expensive for anything that I can dream of. My like, I can't dream of it. My dreams are like, no, 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 you can't afford that. Um, but you, if you get out more inland or up toward Canada, especially if you're away from the the coast, it's yeah, they're just they're just one point five million out there when you get no, inland. they're they're quite cheap, Jaren. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I guess the, the experience is vast, but I do want you to back me up. Every person you ever met in Maine wore a flannel and had an ax, right? Uh, right, Travis? Hey, I just want to say this to, to the listener from Maine and your lovely wife. I did not plant this. If you see us out, Travis is the tall one. So, so Terrence tells me one day, we have a listener who took real issue with the fact that you said that uh, everyone in Maine wore a flannel. So I'm just doubling down on it. Maybe the controversy oh, yeah. will get more listeners. Well, they're not wearing I them mean, right now. They don't wear those till it gets really cold. Right now, when it's just 40, they're out there in flip-flops and tank what was, tops. What was your experience with Maynards? And is Maynard the right term? No. I'm almost Mainer, not. A Mainer, not a Maynard. There's no D at the end. Mainer. I think so. Yeah, I, that's the term I I've heard. I thought there was a D because I'm new and I just heard it and I put my own phonetics to it. But so the correct term is Mainer and you end at the R. I believe so. If anybody who's actually from Maine has something different to say, I would believe them. Hey, tell them what, tell them what to email us if they want to tell us, Hillary. What, what should they email us at? Uh, info at Connecticut.show. Wow. That's the homie right there. I'm telling you. What? Wow. What was Ooh, your experience? Right. What was your experience in Maine? Like, if you were just to say it was, you know, the people were nice or the people were 
aloof? What's the what's the vibe in Maine from your experience? The people that we interacted with in the towns that we were in were always lovely. Um, some of the nicest people ever, just like super, I would say definitely a casual, relaxed vibe. One of Maine's taglines, their state motto, I think is, at least what's on their license plate, is vacation land. And I, in my experience, like it's almost like people just live their life that way because it's just such a beautiful place, such a relaxed and serene place. For the most part. So I would say that has been my experience with the people in Maine. One thing I did observe, and you can set me straight, like this is a real thing that I took away from Maine, was that the people of Maine are very proud to be from Maine. And like, if you go to like cast stations and stuff, they have Maine t-shirts, which of course, if you're traveling through, you might want to buy. But I got the impression the locals bought them. Like they just <laughs> love being from Maine. Is that also the vibe or was I uh, guessing wrong on that? Um, I'm not sure. I definitely think, yes, people are proud to be from Maine. I'm not sure if they buy their own um, souvenirs. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I do see a lot of like more. When you more say it any... like that, it sounds so bad. I just, I meant like they're proud, but yeah. In any other state, you know how like <laughs> there's those sweatshirts with the state names on them. Yeah, I find that I see more sweatshirts with Maine on them than like any other state, just in general, anywhere. Um, and I don't know if it's people from Maine that are wearing them or people that have been to Maine that are wearing them or a mix of both. I'm not sure. I know I've told this story before, but I was in like an Uber or a Lyft in in the city, and in this case, I'm talking about Manhattan. And um, there was a, the driver was like, I just want to get out and travel one day. And I was like, really, where do you want to go? And he's like, Maine. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you could just take the road. <laughs> it's just, yep. it's just North. Uh, but Maine is, is definitely a destination place here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit further context too. So like when we were growing up, we were obviously, we drove um, from New Jersey up to Maine, which is about like eight hours. So we would leave super early um, drive through New Jersey, get through, I guess, New York is the next state, go over the, we took the Tappan Zee, which is now the Cuomo, that way. Our first stop was always in Connecticut, exit 10, the Blue Colony Diner. Um, that was always our first stop. Does it still exist? Yes, it does. And there's signs. Um, I love diners. Uh, diners, I think, are a New Jersey thing. So um, that's just some nostalgia for you blue colony diner it's a great spot um and then yep we would go up be on our way keep going fly through massachusetts new hampshire and then pop up to maine that is my favorite detail i totally want to go maybe even uh -huh. do a whole show from there and in fact hillary you should come co-host if we do that show from the diner yeah lovely okay um <laughs> <laughs> and 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 by the way, I was absolutely listening to which bridge you took, whether you took, because um, yeah. you would have you would have had to take the Washington or the Tappan Zee, right? Yeah, we always do. My my suggestion is to never go over the George Washington <laughs> Bridge unless you have to. We avoid George Washington like the plague. It yeah. is. It just it's just not for even without traffic. It's just not a fun drive. Is there mm -hmm. ever not traffic? With how expensive it is to cross that bridge, it is always surprising to me how many people are still taking it they must make so much like they must make the money of a small country on just that bridge mm. well it's the well you think about it though if you're in the city it probably doesn't make as much sense to go and then hit tab and z right and the and the city is the city so that's it's gonna be crowded anyway Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people, by the way, that is just refusing to call it the Cuomo Bridge. I'm sticking with Tappan Zee until they change it back. I, I, do you know why they changed it? This is We're so off topic now, but I'm dying to know. Hillary, you know why they changed it? No. Yeah, it, was, it was a mistake. <laughs> at, at, at one point, maybe they, I don't know if they still do, or at least at one point, maybe they were fond of Cuomo enough to name a bridge after him. I don't, I'm not sure. And now they're thinking about changing it back or as people want to get his name off of it, apparently. Regardless of his name, I'm just, it was named after um, the Native Americans there in that area, right? Why, why change that to Cuomo? 
I got Listen, Hillary? I don't know. I that's, a, that's a great question for somebody from New York or Google. And that's such a New Jersey question. I just wish someone from New Jersey would tell us. Hillary? Uh, I have, I, no comment. No comment. Cuomo. Fair enough. New York person. All right. Well, that, that was all my question. Terrence, all you. Oh, wow. A lot of pressure now. Hillary, favorite thing so far? I don't know if I asked you this before. Favorite thing so far about New England or the most fun thing you've done, the thing that sticks out? Um, I, I always say, you know, I'm a homebody and I'm kind of a boring person, which I ultimately think is true. And I'm 100% okay with that. Um, but ultimately, I think I've done a lot of different things in Connecticut and in New England. Um, I think, like I mentioned before, I think one of my favorite things is just like taking the back roads to places and seeing what I come across um, on my way to different places. Um, there's a lot of cute small towns like within an hour of of our area here absolutely um you know i've been to weathersfield glastonbury west hartford hartford um uh marlboro like a lot of different places uh, both on my own and when family visits and um and other times I, I just think i like visiting taking the back roads and visiting all the small towns to see kind of what they're vibe is and they've all been cute and unique and there's there's something to do in every town there is something to do in every town yeah whether it's like a coffee shop or a little store or i don't a know restaurant i don't know what our state logo is or what our marketing campaign is today but i promise it's not that good there's something to do in every town is a fine fine line i don't know what do you think I know you've talked a lot about uh, Washington. What is it? Washington something. Uh, There's nothing to do there. Washington Depot. Um. So we, yeah. So we oh. did the we did the um mm -hmm. the Gilmore Girls tour, or at yeah. least one of the suggested Gilmore Girls tour. And 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 I actually love that. Like New Milford is that what it was? New Milford, and then whatever is above Washington. Um, and I can't remember the town name now. Those places I think were lovely. Mm -hmm. I actually just went to Newtown this last weekend and that is mm -hmm. one of my favorite places i've ever been yeah. that was just so beautiful mm -hmm. and um they were telling me in fact we should we should come back and talk about this on an episode sometime but um they were telling me that for halloween it's one of those norman rockwell places where like all there's thousands if not tens of thousands of kids going down main street and they have um like people in the city donate candy for those main street houses because so many kids are going to come and they do something similar for Christmas, and it's just one of those really nostalgic Norman Rockwell kind of painting towns. And and every um, building is so beautiful and so well kept, and 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 I can't say enough about that. So that's sweet. Yeah, I I agree. Maybe the tagline would be eighty percent of every town in uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. has something to do. I'm not sure I, I would speak to 100%, but it, it's... A, oh, I didn't say that. It's a darn good tagline. Let's say there's something to do in every town that I've been to. Fair enough. Which that, is not 100%. That sounds like t-shirt material right there. <laughs> something to do in every town yeah. Hillary's been to. <laughs> yeah. That is that is exactly what I want our new state logo. You know. Yeah, I like it. I, I like it. <laughs> So we also have, I'm going to get you off of here. I know you got to go to work one day. We also have a talented musician on here. And I think I bring this up because surprisingly, like when I think a couple of times people we've spoken to have spoke, a lot of people brought up like music in here in New mm -hmm. England. And we always like the blues, the blues at the, um, I still need to do that at the yard. Go yeah, stadium. So and then cool. we were somewhere else and they brought up, yeah, the music scene. So Hillary put you on the spot a little bit. You want to tell us a little bit about, about that? Because you're now a part of the fabric of this music scene in New England. Music scene in New England. Uh, I couldn't yeah, say that fast. I'm, I'm part of a very small part of it. But um, yeah, so like Terrence mentioned earlier, I play the saxophone. I've been playing since fourth grade. So it's always been part of my life in some capacity. And as I've been moving around, I've been finding different community bands to play with. So 
um, during the semester when colleges are in session, I play with um, the Eastern Connecticut State um, Band, which is a lot of fun. It's a mix of college students, alumni, community members, and uh, we actually just had a concert, our first concert of the semester last week, and we have um, a holiday concert coming up in December. So that's a super fun group to play with. And then in the summer, uh, last summer was my first summer participating, but I am in the Wyndham Concert Band, which is a regional band. And we played like eight concerts um, in different parks and in different places around our area of Connecticut. Um, so I guess it's how I participate in our local music scene. Um, follow them on Facebook if you care to or to check them out. I think the Eastern uh, Eastern Music and Wyndham Concert Band. Um, but there is a, a pretty large music scene, I would say. Um, Hartford, I haven't been, but I heard there's a really awesome jazz festival in the yes. summer. Um, I feel like a lot of places I go, whether it's a restaurant or to downtown Hartford, to like Pratt Street or places like that, there's always like live music playing somewhere. Um, Pratt Street is in... Hartford, oh, in Hartford. Yeah. I look at Travis' face. He's no, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I have a totally no. different thought than what you think I'm thinking. Right now I'm thinking, I wish I'd met you right when I moved here. Like you were so Connecticut positive and you um, are, are really selling the state better than any guest we've had on the show <laughs> up until now. Like I said, I've only lived here for a little over a year. Um, and it's funny that you say that because I guess flashback to my childhood, driving through Connecticut on the way to Maine, I always, I remember this very vividly for some reason. I always used to say, Connecticut is one state I would absolutely never live in, but here I am. And <laughs> I'm enjoying it. That's how it goes, that's how it goes. Yeah, as soon as you say that, you almost have to live there. Well, here I am, karma, hey, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> um. We definitely want to have you on. You you are often here in stores. Please come in studio and join us um, for an entire episode. Come co-host with us. Yes, it's my fault. I just mi- I just missed her today, so that's my bad. I, we mm-hmm. almost got her in the studio. I called her like what ten minutes too late, Hillary. Yeah, it's uh, you know, getting close to my bedtime here. Before before we got on the phone though, before How we you got close to your bedtime and it's twelve p.m. Yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. It's- Oh, Sunday yeah. afternoon. What are we talking about? Of course. About? Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> Naps. you know, I guess nap time. Yeah. Um, um, my favorite thing that you said before, and unfortunately this was before we actually started the conversation, was that if anybody was too afraid to like go up a mountain or something, you would come do that for the show and you would be a, a show correspondent. And it was my my favorite thing that you said. So we're very excited to have you. Send um, me up any mountain, send me anywhere. <laughs> I will go there and report back. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed, just to let you know. I'm not ashamed of any of that. And I, I welcome you to Say anything about you, Terrence. He uh, said yeah. it's somebody. Guilty conscience. Yeah. Yeah. But if there's a camera in here, his finger's in my face. About an inch from my face. <laughs> one question that I've been waiting for you to ask me that you haven't asked me. Can you guess what that question is? I'm assuming that's for Terrence, right? No, either of you. One question that you've asked, you've talked about a lot. On oh, the, the big asked, E. Do you like the big E? Is that it? Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so my experience with the big E, I was fortunate enough to get some free tickets. So that that's perk number one of, of my experience with the big E. Um, I got some free tickets. Um, I went on a Tuesday, three o'clock number two um and i guess that's the end of my perks but i enjoyed the big e three o'clock on a tuesday it was lovely um there was room to walk there were no lines um basically um we walked in we were able to do a lap to check out the landscape then we were able to go back and check it out again and pick some food places then we were even able to go back and do another another lap. Um, Who was we? I enjoyed. <laughs> friend. Huh? Your friend. 
there, there is occasionally like right after you say something, it will cut out and the volume will like oh. dip. So yeah. Yes, Karen. But oh. no, yeah, I had a lovely experience at the Big D, probably because it was. Excuse me, we keep um, a secrets Tuesday. now. Um, I do not like crowds, so I'm I'm the type of person that goes to the grocery store at like nine o'clock at night because I don't want to be around anybody. So if you're going to the Big E, yes, go on a Tuesday at three o'clock and hopefully you, you'll have a better experience. Yeah, go there with your little friend. Yes, correct. We keeping secrets now, huh? I like it. No, no secrets, Terrence. Never. <laughs> I'm stopping. I, I'm, I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow. I won't. I won't put you on the air about that. Okay. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Uh, Hillary, it was fantastic. Like I said, I hope the conversation is not ending just because we are probably going to close out the show. We're actually coming up on the hour. So this will be uh, the whole show, which I think is fantastic. Um, but please come back. Please continue to visit. And um, do you have any last things you need us to know? Is there anything that you've listened to on the show and said, I can't wait to tell those two idiots? X, whatever X is. Um... I don't think anything in particular. I've enjoyed listening and I feel like even though you're talking to each other and I'm not part of it, I've been talking to you as well as I'm listening. That's I appreciate that. Like Thank you. kind of saying like, no, this is this is what it is. It's not that kind of like doing that, but then you you know, you figure it out, you get to it, and I'm like, Okay, they got to it. All right. Well, high five <laughs> us then. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I think you're both doing a great job. You're lovely to listen to. I enjoy, um, I enjoy your podcast. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You want to do the honors and thank Bomb Bomb Bavant Voice before? Yes. On the way out, I'd like to thank Bomb Bomb Bavant for the intro music and the outro music. All right. So for Travis Poppleton, Hillary, and Terrence B. Abney, this is the Connecticut Show. Peace out. Peace, love. Say your prayers if you pray. Meditate if you meditate. Most of all, just take care of yourself and take care of each other. <laughs>